You're listening to part five of this series. You're obviously digging it. You're committed. You're committed now. You got to see it through. We're going to be in the high 50s into the 60s on the top 100. This is gold. You guys have been saying so. We've been getting comments. We love giving you the information that you want. When disaster strikes, will you be prepared? This is Prepping 2.0 with authors and prepping experts, Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. Online at prepping2-0.com. Get ready. Prepping 2.0 coming in 3, 2, 1. Hello, everyone. This is Shelby Gallagher over here at Prepping 2.0, joined by my co-host on the show and co-host in life, Glenn Tate. Well, hello, everybody. We are having so much fun doing a multi-part. This is part five episodes uh, on the top 100 things to get. So let me put it this way. You're listening to part five of this series. You're obviously digging it. I mean, if you thought this was junk, you're you committed. You're committed now. You got to see it through. We're going to be in the high 50s into the 60s on the top 100. So stick around and listen because this is gold. You guys have been saying so. We've been getting comments. We love giving you the information that you want. Well, and we gave you a break last week when I did a, I thought was a really good show. Highlighting. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I don't mean to say that this top 100 list is the be-all and end-all because there's only going to be six or seven episodes of it, and then people would quit listening, which would be terrible. We like to spice it up. We like to interlace. We like to mingle the top 100 stuff, which is good, solid meat and potatoes, news you can use kind of stuff, with then some of the other stuff. Your Meat Mafia show was amazing. Sorry I couldn't be on it. I had terrible coughing. It wasn't going to work. There's some coughing in the background. You may have noticed they're good listeners. But Shelby took the reins and rode solo, which is kind of a meat mafia ranching sort of reference, cowgirl sort of. She looks really good in a cowboy hat, and I'm trying not to think of that. Anyway, so we did that, and we like to spice it up with different things. That was a very thoughtful episode on meat and how to get your own and how to avoid the corporate crunch that's coming up with those meat things. But now we return. Yes to the top 100 list. So everybody knows if you're if you're joining us, this is your first episode. Um, we, we are going off the top 100 things that disappear the fastest in a collapse, which is a list prepared by people that live through such a thing, Bosnian survivors. It is available on our website, which is prepping2-0.com. And it's down about midway down on the right side. And it says the new list of top 100 things that disappear the fastest. The reason it says new is because it is indeed new. It's been updated by the folks that prepared it with stuff that we're learning. See, this is the thing. This is other people learning what goes the quickest and telling us. So we're learning from other people's misery to be very candid. And I'm sorry that they had to go through it. But this is like a real practical tested thing. And that list, which I suggest and Shelby does too, people print out and they use as a shopping list. A word about the top 100, you don't have to buy all the stuff on it. Uh, You can at least have a plan for how to barter to get it, but at least it tells you stuff you need based on real live tests. But before we get into the meat and potatoes of it, why don't you uh, tell folks about some of our sponsors? We have great sponsors over here at Prepping 2.0. Really great one right off the bat, Backwoods Home Magazine. I spoke about this last week as I have been frantically packing the Tate Gallagher household whole box. Uh, Backwoods Home Magazine's got... They were prioritized. And taken. Were they thrown in the dump because they're no, garbage and no, no good? No, no, no. They are resources. They oh. got packed and they are in a truck somewhere. Um, encourage you to check it out. It's a great resource, ongoing resource um, for your prepping slash homesteading slash thinking outside the box and not depending on others for your ongoing survival and thriving. Um, go ahead and check them out at our website at prepping2-0.com. Use the digit six off that six O. FF at checkout and you get $6 off your subscription. May I add something to you said? You, you said go to our website, prepping2-0.com and I think you meant go on to the Friends and Affiliates page. Yes, yes. That's where all of our sponsors are and you can see their logos, click on it and you'll be taken to where you need to go and you'll be treated right because quite honestly, you're with the band. You know, you're <laughs> a friend of Glenn and Shelby, kind of get a little bit better treatment, get some discounts. 
and all that. I wanted to mention another sponsor, Katie Armor, C-A-T-I, which stands for Come and Take It. It's not like Katie, like a cute name for a girl. No, it's C-A-T-I, Come and Take It, Armor.com. They make steel body plates, uh, bullet resistant, bulletproof, I guess. Um, I guess proof would be better than resistant. And uh, they make them affordable and they're getting harder and harder to get the source steel for them, let alone the coatings. Um, there's some supply disruptions. Be patient with them. But since there are supply disruptions and inflation is going on, get stuff like that now. Trade your Federal Reserve notes, which are declining in value at about a 12% pace. That's the real inflation rate, by the way. We won't get into how that's calculated, but trust me, it it ain't the two point whatever percent that the Federal Reserve says. And uh, start putting your declining in value Federal Reserve notes into something hard quite literally like bulletproof hard um, hard assets that you won't be able to get later and let's just say if things get kinetic you'll be darn glad yes you have body armor you should you should cheat use every unfair advantage you have um, that's what this is all about that's what this preparedness game is all about so Katie armor c-a-t-i armor.com awesome what else do we need to talk about before we dive right into it Glenn um, I wanted to mention goodie bags Mm -hmm. Um, as folks know we are relocating to Montana and I have this little thing going on a little chemotherapy thing that is sort of kind of hard on your body and makes you want to throw up all the time and lie in bed so it's not an awesome time normally this is the time of year when we send out our goodie bags and if you're unfamiliar with that especially if you're a regular show listener here's what that is Patreon supporters yes you need to be a Patreon supporter to get a goodie bag um, we don't give out free stuff for people listening for free on the radio or on the interweb. Sorry, we just can't do it. Come on. We're not the Federal Reserve. We're not Joe Biden. We don't just give stuff away. We can't. Um, so if you're a Patreon supporter, and what that is, is you pay between 2 and $20 a month, varying levels, to get the after show. Um, and Patreon is an app, basically, that facilitates all this. Uh, get the after show, get goodie bags, get all kinds of stuff. There's, You get a comment on shows. It's an amazing community that's been built up with Patreon. Highly recommended. So the varying levels get varying levels of goodie bags. Yes. Um, now, as I say, we normally do that in July. We've done it for a couple of years. Well, let me, let me normally we take the signups, the, like yeah. the redeeming end of yeah. it, and then I spend about two or three weeks of my life yeah. in August doing it. That can't happen this year. Nope, because it's coming at exactly the wrong time. And I'll spend, and no kidding, I'm not complaining. I'm just letting you know what an operation what, this it, is. It, it takes There's a lot. over a thousand packages of varying contents that we mail out to a thousand people. Last summer, uh, I spent hours. One, the record was three hours in one standing at the post office, and it's an efficient post office, by the way. We posted a picture there, last well, year, and they're supporters of us. I, I mean, know they're yeah, awesome. They're, yeah, they're they're like they're yeah. like fans and everything. You know, it's good when you walk in and like, how's your like just yeah. yesterday. How's your honey doing? Is he's doing well? Yeah. We're praying for him. And I mean, the thanks. I Miss America face mask that they yes. have and stuff like that before the postmaster jumped on him and said it was too political, but that's a different thing. So last year, fun fact, we had this picture of the receipt. Yep. from the post office. If you guys are thinking, oh, goodie bags, Glenn and Shelby, it must be easy to do. No, no, no. It's over a thousand people. The receipt uh, was, I think it was like 60 or 70 feet long. Yeah, the picture was like a landscape picture and it was like blowing in the wind like a You know, a like flag. the crime, crime scene tape? Yes. It was like 60 <laughs> feet of crime scene tape, only it was white. And I'm telling you, it is a mammoth undertaking. We love doing it. We yes. love giving Patreons stuff and it's, Prepping 2.0 or 299 Days or A Great State or I Miss America themed things. We have a lot of fun putting it together. However, it's a ginormous process, and this year is coming at exactly the wrong time for us to be able to do it in a timely way. So we're hoping, Shelby, I think you've mentioned September or maybe October as when the goodie bags will go out. So keep your eyes open, Patreons. And if you're not a Patreon, get in on it. Yeah. Sign up. We're going to have this... and we did this last December with great success. You'll do a sign up on an online sign up form that web will, form that our web for, that our web designer will put together. We will put it out on Patreon. You'll have a, a a window of time to do that. Not only do we put it on Patreon as a message, I sent an email, two emails actually, to everybody. And I have their email address from Patreon. So if I have an old email address, sorry, that's all I can do. We're not going to hire private investigators nope. and find your email addresses. So... We put it up for typically a month. I don't know when it's going up. We'll deal with that later. But we give you a month and we give you Patreon messages. 
and social two media. emails, That's two cool. emails, and even some social media messages, and say, "Go ahead and sign up." And listen, we're not bureaucratic here. When you have a thousand people, think about this: What if it were Christmas, and you you were giving out a thousand gifts? And people were sending the emails going, dude, um, here's my address. It's changed. Uh, send the goodie back here. We can't keep track of it. This web form turns all the names and addresses and the, and the sponsorship level, because the goodies vary uh, quite significantly, I may add. Um, and it tells us what to put in a particular package yeah. for a particular person. We can print off mailing labels. There's no way to do this on the homie hookup you know, level. It has to be automated. Thank you for understanding, but it's the only way we can do it. And so just encourage you, I will say this too, when we do that form, and I'm saying this is the person who, who does that, does, does a lot of, I do the fulfillment, um, make sure your address is correct. There's always, yeah. every, every time we do this, a good 20 or 30 of these, it's a, it's a huge amount. We go amount. to the post office and they go, this yeah, is, this address doesn't exist. And, yeah. and they go, what's the correct one? I'm like, I don't know. It's not my grandma. Because I use a mail merge function to, I, it comes right off of what you've typed in. So I cannot, you know, I know this sounds silly. Put in your We're not scolding you, but nope, yeah, like no. use your best penmanship. Your, okay, well, it's a even, keyboard, but I mean, right. you know what I'm saying. Use capital letters property. Make sure the zip code is correct. All of, We're I, sorry to d- say this, but it's really frustrating. We'll get 20 or 30 that don't go out, and then people send us emails going, where's my stuff? And then I have to match those up yeah. with the one, and it's and it's just do your best, and we do our best at our yeah. end, do your best at yeah, your end, exactly. and we got this. Enough about the goodie bags. I'm excited though to do it. I know it's and we be have fun. the goodies. Oh, they're such cool stuff, such cool. We don't even tell people what's going in them, and we get like specialized merchandise, special printings, custom runs of things, and we don't tell anybody what it is because we'd like people to open up their goodie bag and be pleasantly surprised. We want it surprised. to be like almost like a Christmas. Yeah, it Christmas. is, and it is. It's our thank you present from us for your ongoing constant support of what we do here. But it doesn't involve the birth of our Lord and Savior. But anyway, no, I no, know no, what no, you're no. saying. Yeah. No, I know what you're no, saying. We, we <laughs> just don't kidding. do it at Christmas time. I know. Uh, so anyway, there's that. Well, anyway, let's jump into the next item on the top 100, and it is number 57. It is an odd-numbered one, and Shelby traditionally does the odd-numbered ones. So, Shelby, why don't you tell folks yeah. what item number 57 is? It's backpacks and duffel bags. Hmm. Um, so, I see this is very valuable. But I don't think you need to go out and, like, buy them. No. No, because if you're a, a mom, if you're a parent, your kids just by osmosis gather them. <laughs> so, in other words, don't throw them away. I mean, seriously, in our household, just from having had two teenage kids go through it, we probably have good 20, 30. Oh, just, just with the teenagers alone, 20 to 30 of them. Mm-hmm. Then let's talk about all your bags. Yeah. There's quite a few. Kind of went nuts. Don't throw them away. Just stow them away. They're, they they kind of, they, they don't take up a lot of space. Nope. You know, you get the air out of them and stuff. Roll and them up. They don't expire. They don't rot. It's not like goat cheese. And here is, here's the eyes that I look at this through. Um, as many of you know, I am a big fan of the show alone well season eight is in the throes of season eight and i thought of this um during season eight i encourage you to watch that show you can it's it's on the history channel um woman is digging out she's doing kind of an underground shelter and she's digging it out with a stick and she is using a shirt to haul dirt out to dig this out i'm like duffel bag baby you can use it to right exactly so i have a thing to add to that and that is, and this is aimed more at guys, because mm-hmm. I am one. Um, my suggestion is to not get tactical-looking mm-hmm. backpacks. I don't know that they're tactical-looking duffel bags are kind of all the same. Tactical-looking backpacks, if you want to have one for your everyday carry, and it's cool, and you want to have it in your car or truck or whatever, by all means, please do. But if you're cruising around in a collapse situation with a desert tan backpack that's got molly and morale patches on it um that is giving away information about yourself that you may not want to give away i don't think you're deterring people from shooting you because it would take a lot of other stuff to deter them like a gun in their face Mm. and so they're not going to go oh man that guy has a bad bad a uh backpack let's not mess with him that's not going to happen instead it's going to be that guy has stuff the guy probably has guns let's get seven guys to ambush him around the next corner so don't get the tactical stuff maybe have one the other thing is Shelby's so right you just collect these things the other thing is if you want some of these you don't have a bunch of them go to Goodwill 
Oh, gosh, yes. There's that, so many, like, promotional backpacks, you know, like you go to a conference and they give you a backpack for whatever company, and people just chuck them into Goodwill. They don't have to be awesome, long-lasting backpacks. They just have to be whatever they are. And you're going to use a ton of these, a ton of people you'll come in contact with. Once again, the charity thing and the barter thing, they will need backpacks and they won't have them. Give them that one that says, you know, like, I don't know, um, Summer Jam Concert 2003. You know what I mean? Uh, that you got a Goodwill for $2. That's a great solution. So backpacks and duffel bags are very important. Um, unless Shelby has something to add, nope, I will go on to yeah, number 58. They're easy to collect. Bags are easy to collect. So, yeah, let's go to 58. Number 58 is Garden Tools and Supplies Manual. So that would be garden tools hose in other words non-gas or electric power yeah exactly um tines rakes shelby you're the gardener so why don't you tell folks what manual gardening supplies are because i kind of don't really know (laughs) it's so funny we should have switched (laughs) the digits Uh, i would say shovels i would say anywhere from two to four shovels a very in varying kinds of blades um i would say definitely rakes i would say hose i would say spades I would say, when I say rakes, too, I mean both leaf and gravel. Um, pruning shears, Pruning probably. shears. Um, I would say um, pruning shears as well as loppers. They are like a big scissory kind of blade to chop off. Um, branches. G- generally branches that are about an inch or less mm-hmm. around, and those can be used for a lot of different things. Um, anything that you see that... Where, and where I'm going to stop and, and my recommendation is, depending on where you live and the foliage and um, forest and, um, you know, I, I don't know, grass fields, you might... I mean, if you live in a desert in Arizona, this probably this is a, You're going to have a different list than the person who lives in, you know, lush green, I don't know, British Columbia. So think about the tools that you have. And what I would encourage you to do is look at the electrical or gas powered and see if you can find a manual alternative and be ready for that. And again, this is summer. This is time of the year when this stuff is easy and cheapy to find in uh, in, in the stores. Yeah, convenience yeah. stores, even. Yeah. yeah. No, there's so much of it. So true. Obviously, you'll need to be gardening a lot in the collapse. Mm-hmm. And, and hand tools, too. And hand tools. Um, yeah, we, we covered that in another number. But yes, manual, 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 because don't count on gas or electricity. Number 59, everybody, is scissors, fabrics, and sewing supplies. I will speak to scissors, but once again, Shelby knows more about fabrics well, and sewing supplies. Well, is this an supplies. odd number? So who should be doing oh, the odd numbers? Oh, it's you. Oopsie doodles. Oh, geez. Go ahead. Stay in your lane, sir. Yeah, let's rewind. <laughs> that was my rewind imitation. Nope, yeah, so Pretty terrible. Scissors, fabrics, and sewing supplies. Do I have any of those things, Glenn? She has a ton of them. I have uh, a Yeah, lot. you have a moderate amount. No, I don't. I have a totally lot. excessive. I have... All of those things. Because Didn't we load up a semi-load of scissors no, and send them no, off to we Montana? We, is that an exaggeration? It is. Okay. I have a sewing I have a sewing machine that I know how to use very easily. Yeah. I have a lot of fabric. I have a lot of uh, scissors and sewing supplies, including just threads and needles and all of that. Um, they're packed up in there. Some are already there and some are going to be there. Um, here's the thing with all of these things. Know how to do it. Yeah. Go watch YouTube real quick and see how to sew a button on something or to sew up a... A ripped seam or something like that. I'm from the old school, which is one of these lost arts. When I was a little girl, I my mother took me to a Singer Sewing Center in the summer where I took a class with a bunch of other young girls. How cool is that? I learned how to make a pillow. And I learned how to sew on a sewing machine and how to sew with a 5 eighths inch seam allowance. I know how to do a buttonhole on my sewing machine. I know how to, um, it's a regular sewing machine. I'd still know how to make a surged edge. These are all Mm. words that if you are... I married right. She can make a surged edge. If you know how to sew, all of these things are basic. If you don't know how to sew, you're like, what in the... I heard buttonhole. You need to know how to use these things. So if you have a sewing machine, learn how to at least sew a basic seam so that you can repair things. If you can't, learn how to do it by hand. But you are going to need that in a collapse when your stuff, your clothes start falling apart. And you can score. Here's just for the fun of it. Score huge points with the teenagers when you can fix a ripped up sweatshirt. Mm -hmm. And uh, fix it instead of them going out and paying $50 for a new sweatshirt. I'm just saying you can score points with the teenagers. One thing I'd like to say to the guys, I don't think this is a problem in this audience, but if it is, if any of you uh, subscribe to this idea, 
you respectively ought to change your mind. I can't remember the details of it, but they don't matter. Years ago, a friend of mine who was not a prepper team guy was in a, in a social setting with one of my team guys who was in a, an incredibly unique, small special operations unit. And this guy, this non-prepper said something like, yeah, sewing, guys don't need to know how to sew or like only women know how to sew or something like that. And my friend looked at him and said, I'm in the blah, blah, blah unit. And you know what? We all know how to sew because we all need to sew. I think knowing how to do basic sewing is incredibly manly. And I think that it's a good skill to have. I'm, I'm only at the basic stage. Don't know the sewing machine. A comment about scissors. I will mm. go from the kind of sewing scissors focus that you had. Well, and let me just say this about sewing scissors. Don't mess with no, her sewing do scissors. Not. Sewing scissors are off limits. It's it's a sacred thing. You don't use them for opening up like, you know, An a envelope. pack of peanuts or something you, like that. You no, they're their own thing. That's deadly. There's it's very, deadly. There's, That's how you don't survive the collapse <laughs> is using a lady's sewing scissors for a utilitarian. They are specially sharpened. Don't mess with them. But you were saying. Yes. Scissors in general um, are so useful for so many things. You can't have enough of them. Guys, here's the thing. We live in a wonderful age. I always talk about the golden age of, of prepping. We live in the golden age of scissors. Go to Costco or Sam's Club, same thing. You can get a three-pack of pretty doggone good 3M scissors for nine bucks. That's three bucks a pair. Get a ton of scissors. You go through them. You lose them. Some people don't always return them where they need to be returned. I'm just putting that out there as a possibility maybe in your household. It could happen. And so you may have... 10 pairs of scissors and still not have one handy. So you'll need more scissors than you think. They're good for a million things. And you know how it is. When you need to cut something with scissors and you don't have scissors, it's a big deal. Why not get a bunch of scissors for very little money? They're they're small, compact, they store easily. There's no downside to that. And have them to either use or to barter or to give out for charity. So Shelby, let's, uh, let's talk about another sponsor before we go into segment two. Oh, absolutely. Two. I want to give a quick shout out to one of our awesome, awesome sponsors, Jared Savick. He was a recent guest on our show. Gosh, actually at the end of uh, 2020, he and his wife are realtors in the Kalispell, Montana area, and they are preppers themselves. They have a good idea of what it takes to make a good prepping property. Whether you want something turnkey ready to go or something you want to build, they have properties in town, out of town, and way out of town. You can find them if you put in your search engine seize the day montana or seize the day mt.com um, and when you reach out to them tell them that glenn and shelby sent you great folks over there they sure are and i'd like to mention another set of great folks that's the new mana freeze-dried food folks n-u-m-a-n-n-a think of it like manna from heaven but this is new but it's n-u-m-a-n-n-a they make bulk freeze-dried food last 25 years in family-style portions. This is not backpacking food. They have GMO-free. They have gluten-free. They have all kinds of stuff, a little bit specialized. They are some of the few folks that are able to keep freeze-dried food in stock now. Um, highly recommend it for that anchor, as we talk about in our recorded ad for them, that anchor freeze-dried food component of your food preps um, you just got to bite the bullet and it costs a couple hundred bucks to get a, a whole bunch of this stuff and get it sent to you. You got to bite the bullet. You got to have that anchor thing in case you got to go two winters before your garden takes off, for example. So that's what's at stake. Well, join us, everybody, in the second segment when we're going to go on to items through the 60s and we're going to we got some more good of the top 100. So you're going to want to stick around and listen to what we have coming up here or if you're printing this out and following along at home you'll know where we're going stick around everybody more of prepping 2.0 with authors glenn tate and shelby gallagher is coming right up hear all our previous shows free online at prepping2-0.com Abe Lincoln here. In 1773, patriots broke the chains of British tyranny by throwing tea into Boston Harbor. On that day, Americans began drinking coffee. We celebrate that event daily here at Minutemen Coffee. All men are created equal. <laughs> coffee is not. Minutemen Coffee is roasted to perfection in small batches. Old, smooth, and never bitter. Shipped to you fresh daily. Whole bean, ground, or our patented pods. www.minutemencoffee.com 
Shelby Gallagher here. We found that you need to layer your food preps. Yeah, this is Glenn Tate here. A lot of times the hardest part of layering is the long-term foods. We love new mana foods, which have a 25-year shelf life and are non-GMO. Also, organic meals are available. Numana comes in family-style portions and in bulk. This is not backpacking food. It's family meals that last for at least 25 years. The perfect freeze-dried part of your food layering. You can get a sample of Numana meals for $19.95 and see for yourself. You will be amazed. Prepping 2.0 listeners get a 10% discount by entering the code PREP. Go to Numana.com or click the link on the Prepping 2.0 website. Give it a try. Numana.com. That is N-U-M-A-N-N-A.com. When the grid goes down, darkness will descend fast. Used to be there was nothing you could do about an EMP, electromagnetic pulse, or CME, coronal mass ejection. Now you can protect your electronics, protect your family, thanks to EMP Shield. EMP Shield invented a simple-to-install device that prevents whatever's connected to it from frying in an EMP or CME, and it costs just a few hundred dollars. EMP Shield has been tested by independent laboratories and passed muster with the government, which has ordered lots of them. Google EMP Shield and see for yourself. And save some money. Get a $50 discount per device. Go to prepping2-o.com. Click on the Friends and Affiliates page, then click on the EMP Shield logo. At checkout, use coupon code PREPPING2.0. It's all one word. Prepping 2.0 is about that next level of prepping. One of the key 2.0 items to have is bulletproof body armor plates. I used to think body armor was too tactical for a regular guy like me, but it isn't. Give yourself, your family, and your team an unfair advantage when bullets are flying. Body armor used to be expensive and hard to get. Not anymore. KD Armor, and that stands for come and take it, makes solid and affordable body armor for normal people. Get body armor while you can. The clowns in Congress are trying to prohibit future sales. KD Armor is the place to get it. C-A-T-I-Armor.com. Prepping 2.0 listeners get a 10% discount when you use the coupon code GRANT. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. Looking to meet other like-minded people in your area? Looking to start your own prepper group? Already have a group? Join PrepperNet.com. PrepperNet has gathered the biggest names in the industry to help unite preppers everywhere. Join John Jacob Schmidt, Scott Hunt, Dr. Bones and Nurse Amy, Glenn Tate, Shelby Gallagher, Charlie Hogwood, Samuel Culper, Survivor Jane, Rick Austin, Franklin Horton, Ryan Mitchell, and Brian Duff. Our team is united. Check us out at PrepperNet.com. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. PrepperNet.com. Now, more of Prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you had an exciting break, because we sure did. We sure did. Yeah, we had a sneeze off air um, that was kind of interesting that... uh, it's pretty dramatic, but um, anyway. But, I'm not, not going to say who it was because yeah, that would I'm be embarrassing. Yeah. Okay. Well, everybody, let's get back to what you tuned in for, which is the top 100 and a list of items and then our color commentary on them. And we usually add almost all of these, some sort of personal experience we've had with something, some mistake we've made with this product, something we've learned from it or something that people we know have learned from it. So I got to tell you, there's a whole lot more content listening to this show than merely reading this list. So number 60, this is one of those no duh items that, you know, I know it's on the list and, and for all of us listening, we're like no duh, but maybe other people looking at this list, they wouldn't have thought of this. So number 60, are you guys ready for a big, dun, big dun, surprise? Dun. <gasps> Canned fruits, vegetables, soups, and stews. What? That would, that would be. That's who, crazy. Did you think of that? That's crazy. No. Uh, not I until I saw not, it on this list. I, when I saw it on this list, that's when we went oh, shopping. Yeah. yeah, that's when we went shopping. No, obviously, this is a good thing to have. Now, let's. And we've done four episodes, ladies and gentlemen, four on food preps. We did food preps part one. We call it food preps 2.0 because that's really where it's going. And. There's more to it than your usual food prep step. We did part one and part two, and then we did it like two years later. Did an update, yeah. An update on food preps 2.0, parts one and two. I highly recommend you go back and listen to those. Uh, I'm sorry to say it. I hope I don't sound immodest. We're kind of awesome. The information in those four episodes is kind of unbelievable. I will say this. If you listen to those four episodes, you will know everything you need to know 
about food preps. I honestly mean that. And food preps is obviously one of the most important preps. In fact, it's a lot of a lot of us out there, including me. That's how we got started in prepping was with food. I didn't start buying guns and ammunition. I bought food first. So here we go. Canned fruits. Two two important aspects to that. Canned and fruits. Canned. Commercially canned, store-bought food. We've, we talk about this a lot in the prepping, or excuse me, the food preps 2.0 episodes. There's nothing, um, I don't know, wrong with going to the store and buying canned foods. It's not like you're not a homesteader, you're not self-reliant, you're not a real prepper if you rely on other people to can your food. Guess what? It's cheap and available right now, and it lasts kind of forever. Now, if you don't dent the dent the rims and you don't and you don't have any dents and stuff um you get a good 10 years out of it until it starts tasting maybe a little mushy it's not going to kill you even like decades later you can probably still eat it we we have had nine-year-old mandarin orange sections which i love they were delicious oh my goodness they're so delicious so last forever but it's canned and so go out and get these and by there's two kinds of cans out there there's the regular cans at the grocery store which are fine um they you know they're going to be more per ounce of stuff really look into you know cash and carry smart food service is what it's called on the west coast there are all kinds of places out there they're kind of restaurant supply in a sense they do number 10 tins number 10 what does that mean i don't know it's like 12 gauge i don't know what 12 gauge is size of a big can of coffee it's a big can you know, like the big restaurant size cans, you can get a big can and they weigh six, seven pounds um, of, say, pears or peaches so or like fruit cocktail. At least the last like eight, nine bucks, 10 bucks, yeah. 12 bucks. That's a tremendous amount of food, you guys, for not a lot of money. They stack easily. They store forever. One thing about cans is the easy liftoff. Tab, you know, that you don't need pull a can tabs. opener, pull tabs that you don't need a can opener for. They're okay and they're fine. The theory is, and I don't know of any evidence of this, but the theory makes sense, is that they're not going to last as long because the little line that is the Seal. perforation mm-hmm. is scored and it's thinner and it might not hold as well after, say, 10 years, but a minor a minor thing. Of course, since can openers were one of the items we talked about earlier, and we could not have been more emphatic with more exclamation points on the need to get can openers, it's not like any of you listening out there don't have a can opener, so you need the pull tabs or you'll starve to death. Luckily, we're not talking to a bunch of general population dumbos. Yes, ma'am. So, and I, let me add some commentary to that, too. Um, during the COVID shortage crisis of 2020 you and i walked into grocery outlet stores that's kind of a second like the name implies yeah it's um outlets for the normal chains Mm -hmm. Um, so you're going to get odd choices you're not going to (laughs) walk in with your grocery store list and be able to necessarily get everything but um that's where we were able to find canned goods when they especially canned like um household size like a 12 ounce can 12 to 15 ounce can You'll notice Costco doesn't sell those at hardly at all anywhere. You used to be able to go to Costco and get beans, corn, ri- not rice, beans, corn, um, tomato stuff, tomato sauce, and those small cans. Now it's you might be able to get tomato sauce, and you might be able to get black beans, and that is it. So grocery outlet was a great place for us to go mm-hmm. for a really good price. The prices of all of these things are going up. Yeah, inflation, guys, get it while you can. And not only that, the whole supply chain disruption. Getting weird out there. Getting weird. Don't hesitate. Walmart was also a good place where we were able to get some good, just basic vegetables. And I'll say say this, too. As we have moved these things, (laughs) we've kind of impressed the people who we have hired. The Um, high school kids that we hired to move, they're like... Oh, my gosh. What, what are you guys trying to feed an army? And I say, yeah, actually a short squad. But, yeah, yeah maybe yeah. a platoon, well, company size. This something. is for when the zombies come. Um, these things, uh, several cans of, not a ton, but uh, some of these cans have gotten dented. So they've gotten prioritized to the front of the line. To and we just used. eat them and they're yummy. Yep. They're, we, so just move your preps, too. Part of the reason why I decided to move these things, and it has been a lot, Capturing the value, mm-hmm. especially the vegetable cans, fifty cents, seventy-five cents a can. Those same two things, bucks now. They're yeah, they're much more expensive. The other thing with canned goods, and I'm going to say this before we go into the next thing on the list, I'm not going to can my own. I don't know black beans. 
I mean, it would be cool, but you'd have I, to be retired. I, I mean, who has a time? I don't want to do that. There are specialty things. I mean, the things that I can myself personally, we'll get to that. I mean, apples, maybe pe- anything that I have that I'm growing out of my garden. But after that, I'm not going to go looking for artichokes. But if I can get them for super cheap at grocery, I'm going to buy some canned. I will. Another one that I have that I've realized canned um, garlic cloves. Oh, yeah. Boom. I've, Bam. I've, I found some cheap ones of those during the COVID crisis. Mm-hmm. Darn toot. And I grabbed that. I love garlic and it's a great flavoring. And, and so what were you going to say? Um, I was talking earlier about number 10 tins and I was yeah. like, yeah, they're bigger and it's a better deal. That isn't to say. That grocery store size stuff, 12, 15 ounce regular cans, aren't also a good idea. First of all, you can find them for cheap, sometimes cheaper than number 10 tins. Um, And you mentioned grocery outlet is a great thing. Mm -hmm. Um, The other thing is the smaller size can come in handy because if you need to give out something uh, for charity or to BS some gang people and make them think that's all you have, it's nice not to have to get a forklift out and move a pallet of number 10 tins of pears, for example. Obviously, that's an exaggeration, but it makes the point well. That's why I exaggerate, by the way. Make the point. Mm-hmm. Nobody has ever said, Glenn Tate, what are you talking about? I don't understand what you mean. No. Nope. Yes, I, they have. Okay. Me this morning at about 8.30. Yeah, that's anyway. true. That was a different deal. But so have some little cans, have some big cans. As with everything else, diversification, mm-hmm. not all your eggs in one basket. Um, and so that's that's the word canned. Okay, that's as far as we got on number 60. There's several more words here. Fruits. Why do you need fruits? Uh, Stay regular, nutrition. They're delicious. Tons of calories, good calories. Fruits are just amazing. And the variety, the morale factor of having fruit cocktail or something like that when you've been eating beans and rice for the past week. By the way, you eat beans and rice for a week, you need a little fruit cocktail to get things moving, if you know what I'm talking about. Well, and also, too, we kind of covered fruits and vegetables. The other last two on that list, though, soups and stews. Yeah. So that you, that what's great about those things, you can open the can and and, Bam. and start eating. It's like an MRE. Almost, yeah, that way. Um, one of the things I bought during the COVID crisis is um, uh, sloppy joe sauce. Mm-hmm. Just throw it in a pot with some ground beef. Boom, done. Any kind of meat, really. Yeah, and you've just flavored your meat, so it's not Mm -hmm. bland. Uh, Yeah, so look for those things that can either, where you can add just a little something to it that you're already prepped for, or that you can just open the can and eat. If you've camped, you know what I'm talking about. We've all eaten out of a can. There Mm -hmm. you go. (laughs) Exactly. Well, the next one is an odd number, Shelby, so that's going to be you. Hint, hint. Hint, hint. Bleach. Yeah. Plain bleach, not scented, four to six percent sodium hychlorite. Um, go ahead. You had a thought. No, I was just going to say sodium hypochlorite, but whatever. Oh. Everyone knows what bleach is. Get the good stuff. Not, yeah. Not Don't the, goof around. Yeah. So again, COVID. We said this at the time. COVID was a great preview. Yeah. During COVID, I went to go buy bleach at the grocery store. I got the last bottle, big mm-hmm. bottle. Um, encourage you to have some on hand, but know that it goes bad. It has an expiration date. It can also eat through those plastic jugs. Yes. So we're not going to have a lesson in that. Go do a quick, uh, you know, search on that and make sure you know, you know, what's going on with your bleach. Bleach can be used to purify water. It can be used to obviously disinfect, clean. If you have someone extremely sick in your house or with a medical condition, it is a great sanitizer. It's a great all kinds of things. I actually use a bleach solution to rinse my mouth out because of dental care that I've had. Uh, these are all good She's things. She's not fun to kiss there after. No, I'm not, which is why, yeah. Anyway, but these are all things. Bleach is a universal great thing to have on hand, but it does expire. So just know that. In other words, don't go out and buy 10 cases of it. No, buy it a little bit at a time. You have thoughts? There's an easy solution to this. Yes, please go get some liquid bleach. Makes sense. Rotate it. Everything we said. There's another form of bleach called pool shock. Yes. And that's basically a swimming pool treatment. It's <laughs> dehydrated bleach. It's yep. basically the powdery part that you add water to to make a bleach solution. One pound of pool shock equals, I don't have it in front of me, but it's like, I don't know, 3,200 quarts or something of bleach. I mean, I, I don't know what it is. It's a tremendous amount. Bottom line, you get one pound of pool shock. Uh, it's available on Amazon, by the way. They'll bring it right to your door for like $7. You get a pound of, of pool shock and your bleach your bleach um, quantities will be there. You'll never use more than that. It's also easier to store than the liquid bleach. 
and all of that. So don't forget the pool shock. It is a thing. It is a marvelous, marvelous thing. So uh, yes, ma'am. I also again the the pool shock. Hard to find during COVID. If you can find it now, grab it. Yeah. We're now post-COVID, some disruptions, but there's still some out there. Check. It's it's not always the easiest, but if you're going to find it, summertime is the time to find it. Yeah. Yeah. I've had good luck finding it on on the Amazons. Yeah, good. Okay, good. As the kids call it. No, they don't. Um, Number 62, it's it's an even number. I want everyone to know, Glenn and Shelby officially declare 62 is an even number. I agree. Okay. I concur. This is something that we've really seen examples of recently. Oh, my gosh. Canning supplies, jars, lids, and wax. Shelby, take it away. Holy crow. If you follow me on social media, you know that we filled up one load that went to Montana of just canning supplies. Um, we, we, when we came together in a marriage, we brought together two full households of canning supplies, and we didn't get rid of any of it. Um, and we've jar- and we've made we've jarred things since we've been married, mm-hmm. and uh, it's been a jarring experience. It's been jarring. We have a lot of you know two lid openers and two pots and all that. Not getting rid of it. And then COVID hit, and we all heard about it. There's jar supplies. There's things that are you can't find canning supplies because everyone went back to those skills yeah. when they couldn't. One, they were growing things that they wanted to preserve, and two, they were wanted to preserve food because it was hard to find food encourage you again this is canning season if you can find some get some and two learn the skill hot water bath canning is not hard at all Mm-mm. pressure canning is not hard at all but you need to learn it and you need to have a pressure canner and there's I, a ton of youtube videos oh that my show goodness you. we i've i've pressure canned raw pork think yep. about this how toxic and food poisony and trichinosis see I make up a word every show. There you go. Is raw pork. It's like the worst thing to eat to to eat without it being sanitized. Um, you got to get a get over your fear with canning, mm-hmm. and and that's legit. That's it's like everybody that for the first time they carry a gun, they don't put a round in the chamber because they think it's going to go off, and then they realize it won't, and then they get to where they need to be. Same thing with canning. I've canned multiple amounts of raw pork and canned it, and it cooks in there. Blah blah blah. It's sealed. Um, you just can't go wrong because this is something that you may not do yourself, but the barter value, especially of lids, there there's something called oh geez it begins with a T um, I'm I'm blanking on it um, anyway they're basically re- tatler tatler lids tatler lids are reusable canning lids I think that regular canning lids are quasi reusable because if you take them off very carefully they won't bend. Um, and, That's the key. And if they bend, they won't seal. And at least you'll know when you use it a second time, at least you'll know they don't seal. And so you're not going to poison yourself. But right. still, you can't have enough lids. Now, there's wide mouth, there's small mouth, all that other stuff. All the Obviously, match the size of the lid to the size of the opening in your jar. Jars are have the same sizes. Um, you can't get enough of these. And I will say this to the single gentleman out there. Going to the store and buying canning supplies is a great way to pick up chicks. How do I know this? You've no, done no, it. I don't. Yeah, You've no, done I it. I, I was pick, with I you. Know I, I know. And it was embarrassing. I didn't pick up chicks. But you know how, gentlemen, when a lady walks into a gun store, if she's like a seven, she's like a nine because she's in a gun store. Gentlemen, mm-hmm. if you're a seven and you walk into a store and you're buying canning supplies, you, you gain two points with the ladies. So if you're single, you might consider picking up chicks by going and buying canning supplies, much like the feminine products. We t- you go buy that stuff, you're an awesome man, and you're going to get a lot of... Uh, a lot of attention that maybe you wouldn't have got if you were buying a bunch of potato chips. And you will get a good ego stroke out of it. It's important. You know, All for right. the older guys in their 50s, I, I can't relate. A couple more things to consider on this topic. Mm-hmm. On the list here, it says wax. Yes. If you were me and you grew up in the household I grew up in, um, and you're my age, which is in the some, some things, um, your mother or grandmother might have sealed jam with wax. Mm-hmm. My my mother did, um, and that is now 
and I didn't die, obviously, I'm still here, that is now frowned upon to, <laughs> to can jam. I don't know that wax, you can use wax for other things other than canning. I think you're safer that way. The other thing that I found out in regards to canning supplies, last summer during all of this COVID stuff, I kind of took up fermenting, which was surprisingly easy. Mm-hmm. And guess what fermenting requires? Mm. Canning jars. Yep. So um, not only can you can with your canning jars, you can ferment. Yeah. So sauerkraut, pickled this, pickled that. Oh my it's gosh, amazing. we have a one of our spare refrigerators is full of, of pickles and and um, legit that are pickles. so good. So I encourage you to think about multi uses for canning. I think canning is canning supplies are great for so many things. Yes, especially barter. Also on the wax issue, if we have any listeners who are Marines. Um, Marines are accused of eating crayons all the time. So if you're a Marine, you can maybe munch on the wax. Wow. So yeah. Watch, watch our, patri- our Patreon supporters <laughs> just drop by 50%. Annie Hooser's 63. That's an odd number. That is. Knives and sharpening tools, file, stone, steel. Do it. <laughs> One of the things that I did this last year is all of our kitchen knives started getting really dull. Mm-hmm. And I... During COVID, hard to find somebody who can sharpen knives and go find someone locally. Honestly, go to the Amazonians, find a good knife sharpener. They're like 20 bucks. When you find one that works well for you, get a couple more. You will thank yourself, not only just in your daily usage and and kitchen usage and your garage usage, you will, when things really start getting dicey and you can't find someone who can do that for you because that is becoming a lost art. The actual person who sharpens knives in the village, that is a lost art. And you're going to be using knives more than you currently do. Right now, you may use a knife um, to, I don't know, eat a steak. There's not going to be a lot of steak in what's coming. Um, Unless you listen to Shelby's episode 140 on the meat mafia and you got your own source of beef. But you're going to use knives for a lot of stuff. You're going to be cutting a lot of things there's going to be wood there's going to be all kinds of uses for knives your knife will get dull relatively quickly few things are more dangerous than a dull knife by the way and few things are more frustrating than trying to get a job done when you have a dull knife and if you would have spent 10 bucks and got a knife sharpener i think knife sharpeners have become far better than they used to be i don't really remember with clarity when I was a kid, the only way to sharpen a knife was a whetstone, W-H-E-T mm-hmm. stone, and you kind of grind it and you got to get the right angle and stuff. And that's cool. And if you know how to and do you it. you need to know how to do it. Yeah. You need to know how to do it. Now there are all these little gizmos that you just set the knife in and you just run it through a few times. There are electric gizmos that are amazing. That's kind of like the whole house thing. We have one of those. They got a little suction cup so they stay down on the table and don't bop around and you don't cut yourself. Every couple months, run your knives through the the knife sharpener. Um, You're going to be happier. Shelby, true or false, when I'm trying to cut something with a dull knife, do I get really frustrated and start throwing things and get a little out of control? I'm neither going to confirm or deny that. Okay. I think everybody knows where we're going with that. So there's that knife sharpening tools. Number 64 is bicycles, tires, tubes, pumps, and chains. Gasoline will be in short supply and or we're going to be priced out of it. Oh, that's already happening. Yeah. Thanks, Biden. Yeah. Bicycles are a great method of transportation. Here's the thing. Let's look at how cool bicycles are for a second. Almost everybody listening to my voice knows how to ride one because, you know, you never forget. Right. So we all know how to ride bikes. Bikes are relatively common out there. I mean, they're relatively inexpensive. I mean, they cost a lot more than when I was a kid, but still, um, you can get a really good bike for a fair amount of money. Uh, just keep it out of the rain. You can cruise around with no gas. It's it's fantastic for that. You're going to be needing to um, go places without gasoline, and a bike is a perfect example. And then you're going to need tires, tubes, ty- uh, tire pumps extra chains. I'll tell you something. If you could learn a skill, uh, if you could like pick a skill at, you know, on off of YouTube and maybe get some experience, people who know how to fix bikes. Ooh, big deal. Could be very valuable. Very yeah. valuable. So and know your own bike. Yeah. Seriously, know how to, if the chain pops off, how to put it back on, know how to get the gears up and working, all of those things. And I'm going to turn off my buzzing phone here. Just know your own bike too. I think that goes a long way. 
That's right. Good advice. Know your mm-hmm. own bike. So number 65, we're on number 65, and we have, that'll probably be like probably the last yeah, one we end on. Yeah, we only have a few on. more minutes until the yeah. after show, when we will, if you don't mind me interrupting Go you. Go for it. We will be continuing our discussion of the top 10 items. So if you're not a Patreon, you'll listen to the next episode, and you'll be like, they just what they they stopped a at, bunch. at 65 and now they're on 72 what's up well it's in the after show yep yep there you go so number 65 it's kind of one of those no duh ones but sleeping bags blankets pillows mats just in case and this is i think more applicable if you get if you are not able to be in your home or a home you end up sleeping outside sleeping bags blankets pillows mats Ask anyone who has had to bug out from a hurricane or a fire and you need to have a good, safe place to sleep that's warm. Go for it. That is this is one of those essential things that um, emergency kits should have. It's good to put injured people in to keep them from going into shock. So many ways to use a sleeping bag and to have it on hand. I have a really old one from when I was a teenager that is rated to zero degrees. It's it takes up, you know, it's the size of a small pillow. I'm keeping it in case of a moment like that. It's a good not that I'm going to go sleeping in it for two weeks, but it's usable. And even if you're not in an outdoor situation, you're going to and you're in an indoor situation. There are going to be guests that are coming over. You're going to be taking people in. People will be sleeping on the floor in sleeping bags. And not all sleeping bags are created equal. There are all kinds of like Mm -hmm. kids slumber bag sleeping bags that are like 25 bucks and they got SpongeBob on them or Frozen or whatever the latest Disney thing is. And they're kind of garbage, especially when they get wet. Well, they're meant to just be like. They're going to go into landfills. Yeah. Yeah. And they're meant. Those are the ones that are meant to exactly that. Lay on the floor on your living room for a sleepover. I encourage you to go to a, a, a place where you can get camping gear this summer. Again, this is mm-hmm. the sort of thing that's and find something that's rated to below freezing. Mm-hmm. So that at a minimum, I would at say at a minimum, if not to zero degrees. So that if you really need to use it for an extreme weather situation, you're pretty covered. And especially if someone's in shock, the idea of get putting some if someone's in shock is to get their temperature regulated. Sleeping bags like that are great for that. So start with that as your metric and go from there. And I would add to this, obviously, <laughs> blankets. We all know why that's important. Pillows. You know what? People used to make fun of George Bush because he he brought his pillow. He had a favorite pillow and he'd bring it with him when he would did like overnight things, you know, international trips on Air Force One. I wasn't laughing at all because... A proper night's sleep is incredibly important for just about everything, mentally, physically, blah, blah, blah. A pillow, the correct pillow, or pillows in my case, um, make quite a difference. And uh, once again, just like the kids' sleeping bags, not all pillows are made equal. I mean, there's some cheap, I almost said a bad word. Jeez, what's wrong with me? Cheap, Cheap junky stuff. um, Out there, and it doesn't work. Get some good pillows. you know, they, they don't spoil. I mean, obviously, keep them clean and all of that other stuff. Another thing about sleeping bags and keeping it clean, um, unless it's some weird thing like down or something like that, goose down, which is not the best for sleeping bags. And they bags. don't really make them anymore. They don't really make them anymore, dumb geese. <laughs> um, you can you can uh, wash them or uh, dry clean them. I yeah. mean, be sure and think about that, too. So, anyway, sleeping bags, blankets, pillows, and mats. Mats is... What we're going to end on, you need sleeping mats. you got to be comfortable. Shelby, take us out. Got to have mats to keep you as a barrier between you and the earth. Folks, don't forget, from Benjamin Franklin, failing to prepare is preparing to fail. Have a great week, everyone. Bye. You've been listening to Prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. All the information you've heard today, including all our previous shows, is online at prepping2-0.com. Find out more about Glenn's books at 299days.com and Shelby's books at agreatstate.com. Until next time, be smart, be safe, and be prepared.